The questions that matter in life, as Oswald Chambers puts it, are remarkably few. And my friends, they are all answered with the same answer. And if you're thinking Jesus, well, I would argue you're only partially right. Welcome. Hello, Hopeful. This is Roger Corville, and this is for the Hope's Practice the Way segment, where together we supplement our daily Bible read-through with a time of reflecting on relational spirituality and, and what it means to partner with the Holy Spirit on a journey from forgiveness to flourishing. Now, my friend, if you've ever asked what God's will is for your life, what you should do or what you should not do, you are hopelessly normal. Ironically, it is your deepest desires that hold a clue to the answer because because you were made for something. It's something that we see in Genesis 1 and 2. It's something we see in Revelation 21 and 22. It's something we see offered up before us throughout the Old Testament. And then it's something we actually hear in the New Testament. The answer to all questions is, come to me. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 is where we're going to camp for a second, but it's in the middle of this transition in the narrative that Matthew captures of speaking about opposition to Jesus. Opposition to Jesus is evolving from implicit to just explicit in his face. Even John the baptizer in Matthew 11 is wondering if Jesus is the real deal. And we get to the end of the chapter, verse 28, and we get to one of the most crucial texts in all of the Gospels, demonstrating that the kingdom of God has come with Jesus. Jesus says, Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Could it be that simple, my friends? You know, the irony of the gospel, the good news, is that, is that the simplest of invitations, follow me, has behind it or beyond it an infinite world to be discovered on the other side. You can go as deep as you want to go. You can go as deep as your heart is made for. And as you might recall from that old hymn, Oh, for a Thousand Tongues to Sing, Charles Wesley wrote a few hundred years ago, where the sin and sorrow cease, the song and the saint commence. God's song for your life. When you come to Jesus, your actual life will be brought into accordance with your real desires. You will actually begin to cease from sin and begin to find the song of the Lord beginning in your life. And of course, if you thought the Sunday school answer to the question is Jesus, well, you're not wrong. It's just that the God-man also represents more than that. He represents truth claims and an, an invitation. An invitation that says, come to me, because I know what your heart longs for at the deepest level. It's communion with God. It is the rest and the peace that comes from communion with God. It's not just about 
him and his existence as a person. It's about a direction, relationally, coming to him. Now, I don't know what it might mean for you to feel a sense of peace that only the Holy Spirit can bring to your situation. I don't know what wisdom for decision-making you need right now. I don't know what pain or struggle you have, though I always invite you to email me or send me a text message and I will be happy to pray for you. What I do know, though, my friends, is that you were created for something that is relational, relationship with God and others, that is untainted by sin and pain. And while we don't fully get there this side of heaven, the song begins where the power and penalty of sin end. It is the simplest refrain. Come to me, and you will find what your heart is really looking for. My friends, the answer to every question is, come to me. I love you, my friends. Amen. Amen.